Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's 7 o'clock in the morning London time on Monday the 8th of August. Last Friday's US economic data should be looked at as a whole, which means considering employment, income and consumer credit data together. It does not give a very clear picture. Unemployment was the lowest for over 50 years, but at the same time, real earnings growth remains amongst the most negative in history. Consumer credit had its largest ever increase. This can all be spun positively or negatively according to preference. The positive spin is that the strong payrolls number and the low unemployment rate give high job security. And if prime age workers want a job, they seem to be able to find a job. That job security is one of the critical factors supporting consumption at the moment, allowing consumers to reduce savings. On the negative side, the increase in payrolls can be seen as people responding to falling living standards by trying to get jobs. The number of job openings suggests that any increase in payrolls is a function of increased labour supply. The horrifically low real wages combined with credit growth suggest that the weakness of household spending power may be worse than thought. And while consumption may be supported by people resorting to the credit card now, the more credit is used today, the less credit will be available to support consumption in the future. One very small point worth noting is that unemployment amongst the youngest workers in the economy increased to levels seen when lockdown restrictions were still partially in place. It would be unwise to read too much into this, but it is noticeable. China's July export data showed significantly stronger than expected growth, although import growth was weak. The weakness of China's domestic economy is again suggested by these numbers. Exports were focused on sales to the European Union, Russia and ASEAN. It's worth noting that exports of consumer electronics have continued to weaken. In advanced economies, demand for these products has slowed, and supply now probably exceeds demand. Certainly, disinflation and deflation are the normal for prices in these sectors. Export strength came from steel, autos and textiles. The last of these is already showing some signs of oversupply, if comments from US retailers are to be believed. The data calendar is relatively quiet for the rest of the day. Markets are reflecting on recent comments from central bank officials, especially those of the US Federal Reserve. It is perhaps worth remembering that it seems to take only one rogue data print for the Fed to completely change its policy position, so markets might not want to place too much emphasis on what individual Fed members say. US consumer price inflation, which has an ability to go rogue, is due later this week. That's all for today. Have a good day. Have a good day. Have a good day. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways 
IRAs and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.